What is going on, everybody? You are back. Another edition of Ballin' Over Beers. My name is Justin Dupengeiser, and tonight I am not joined by anybody. Usually I got James and AK with me. They're nowhere to be found. They're, they're actually out on vacation, enjoying their lives, having a great old time. Aki's at the Ryder Cup doing his thing. So, you know, kind of jealous, jealous of that. But uh, I'm here. I'm grinding for you. We got the DFS show we're going to be discussing. I'll go position by position. I'll talk about some of my favorite plays and uh, we'll have a grand old time, even if it's just me. A lot of football to be talked about. Got to get after it this week after having just a terrible uh, last week. The game that I think that a lot of people were on was that Cowboys and Chargers game, including myself. And that game turned out to be just a dud. Not a lot of points, not a lot of fantasy points scored. And if you were on that game like I was, um, really didn't work out for you. And then it turned out in the second half of the game or the second, the late games, uh, you needed Derrick Henry. And if you didn't have Derrick Henry, you're dust because Henry absolutely broke the slate. He completely went off against uh, that pitiful looking run defense he was facing off against with the, the Colts, it was, I believe. So, you know, we're here. It's another week. Um, just not great. And by, by the Colts, I meant Seattle. He has the Colts this week. Sorry about that. So, yeah, uh, it's another week, though. That's why we do it. And it's another week to rebound. It's another week to try to try to make a little bit of monies here. And that's exactly what we're going to do. Before we keep going, make sure you're smashing the like button. Make sure you're subscribing. You want to subscribe so you get all the not notifications. Tells you when we have shows coming out. We have our weekly bets show that we talk about uh, five of our favorite bets each, with our including our super lock. So you're going to want to check that show out as well. And then in the comments right now, tell me, are you going to play Clyde Edwards-Alaire at $4,800? Because he is somebody that is just so intriguing to me right now at that price tag. Um, he's still getting all the number one carries. He's still the number one back there. And his price tag is just plummeting right now. So, uh, and, and, and he's in a good offense, right? It's just, does it even matter? Or is it, you know, is it always just going to be Mahomes and Kelsey and Hill in the passing game that is going to be scoring all the touchdowns? Because it is, it is a bizarre situation to be in to have a number one running back getting that much snap count, that much snap share, and um, him just not being really fantasy viable at this point. Let's uh, let's let's jump right into this this slate though. So we're talking main slate. We're talking just main slate. So we're gonna start. We're gonna start at quarterbacks. Eighty three hundred dollars, Kyler Murray. Eighty two hundred dollars, Patrick Mahomes. They're the only two guys that are above eight thousand dollars. Man, it is hard every single week to get away from these guys. I honestly think that I'm going to be playing Kyler as one of my stacks. Um, with DeAndre Hopkins, he's going against the Jags defense. The Jags defense have been just giving up so many yards to the number one wide receivers. Kyler has been just lights out this year, not only just throwing the ball, but also rushing the ball. You know, this last week against Minnesota in a shootout, he had 400 yards passing, three passing touchdowns, and he had five carries in another rushing touchdown. So, he has, he's just got such a floor built in with that rushes. You know, he's got 10 rushes in two games, two rushing touchdowns in two games, plus on top of that, over 30 pass attempts in each of the last two games. 
it's it's just when you think of somebody that you want for a fantasy quarterback, he's it, right? You get the rushing, you get the passing, everything goes through him, and he's got a stud number one target that it really doesn't matter the matchup. He, he's going to get his, and it's, it makes it a real easy stack. And he's got also nice ancillary pieces, right? He's got Rondell Moore, who had a great week last week. He's got Christian Kirk, who seems to be coming on a little bit in his fourth year. So he's got a lot going on for him there. So he's going to be somebody that I, I definitely take a hard look into. And the same thing is with Mahomes. You know, Mahomes is, 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 is $8,200, and he should be. They're going to be throwing the ball a lot. Their defense looks like it's an absolute sieve right now. They can't stop anybody. They've been in two shootout, shootouts already so far this year. Um, I, 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 it's tough to argue against him. He's another one that's got over 30 pass attempts in both of his first two games over 335 yards in each of his first two games, three touchdowns passing in, in each game. Uh, he only had one rushing attempt in his last game, but he had five rushing attempts in his first game. So again, it's tough to get away from these guys. You got a lot of options there, obviously with Tyreek, Travis Kelsey. Um, you can bring it back with, you know, that Chargers with Mike Williams and Keenan Allen and Austin Eckler are all, all there. So that's another super interesting game. And it's another game that with the super high total points, right? So it's actually one of the highest total points on the, on the entire slate tied with the Seattle, Minnesota and the Rams and Bucks game, all at 55 and a half points. And the difference is the Chiefs have the highest implied team total at 29 and a half. So generally speaking, you know, quarterbacks, fantasy points um, are usually tied with implied uh, team totals for the week. So you see that makes it super interesting, super hard to get away from either of these guys. Um, but the truth is with all that, I think my favorite quarterback for the week is Lamar Jackson. He is $7,800. He's the third highest priced quarterback behind those two guys. He gets the Detroit Lions this week. Um, Lamar is just, you know, you saw what he did against Kansas City. He's not great throwing the ball, but that doesn't matter for <laughs> for fantasy purposes. He had 12 carries for 86 yards in his first game. He had 16 carries for over 100 yards and two touchdowns against the Chiefs. And you just, you don't see quarterbacks with that kind of rushing volume, right? If, you're, if he's going to be carrying the ball 12 plus times a game, which it seems like he's going to be, you, you almost have to play him every single week because the floor is just so built in and he's got the potential to have a higher ceiling, right? He's got the potential to go 300 yards passing, 100 yards rushing, you know, three, four, five total touchdowns in the game. And then the game against Detroit, um, where they're, they're going to be favored, obviously, and Detroit, Detroit's defense is just terrible, okay? Detroit's 29th um, in DVOA against the rush. They're 32nd in DVOA against the pass. They're not a good defense. Lamar should be able to exploit that. He should be able to get rushing yards. He should be able to get um, passing yards. I, I think he's a smash play this week. Um, and I do think that he's got some nice stackable pieces, which we'll get to when we get down there. If you keep going down the board, you get Russell Wilson at 7,600 and then Josh Allen at 7,000. And those are your only two guys, two other guys above 7,000, which is pretty interesting. So, and, it, and it's a pretty big drop when you go from, you know, Allen at 7,000 and then all the way jumped up to Russ at, at 76. You know, that Seattle-Minnesota game is a 55.5-point total that we talked about, and it's one of the highest on the entire slate. Those are, you know, 
games where you're looking at Seattle with Tyler Lockett, who's been awesome. Everybody's kind of waiting for DK Metcalf to go off. And then you have on the other side, you got Delvin Cook and Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen, and now you got KJ Osborne. So there's a lot of pieces there um, to work through to kind of decide. I know Josh Allen has been picking up some steam on the other sense uh, where he seems to be kind of low owned too. So, you know, everybody's kind of kind of been waiting for him to kind of go off and do his thing. He's really struggled the first two weeks with Pittsburgh and with Miami, even in Pittsburgh, you know, he threw it 51 times, um, ended up having 270 yards, but you know, the numbers are very deceiving. He didn't look that good. Right. And then against Miami, he looked just, just downright bad, to be honest, um, completing only 56% of his passes only three touchdowns in the first two games. Now the rushing's still there, right? So he's still got 14 carries in the first two games, which you like to see. But he's also now getting a Washington team that has a very good front four. And if you watched the first week, you saw what TJ Watt and Melvin Ingram did to that O-line, and they really struggled with them. So, you know, you get you get Washington, who's got all the – all the pass rushers, the entire front from both ends to the to the tackle, uh, Chase Young, all those guys. They're they're gonna they're gonna be getting after the quarterback, I think, a little bit. So I don't know if I'm gonna be able to get there with that. If you go past Allen, you get Tom Brady at 6,800, Herbert at 65, Stafford 64, Cousins 63, all the way down to Tannehill at 62, and Mayfield at 6,000. In this range. I think my favorite play is going to be Matt Stafford. Uh, Matt Stafford is going to be playing the Bucks, And this really comes down to a game where, one, Stafford looked really good in this Rams offense. Him and Cooper Cup have been completely tearing it up. They've been on an absolute tear. But two is <laughs> the Bucks. you just can't run on them. So the first game, Dak Prescott had 58 attempts. Cowboys didn't even try to run the ball. In the second game, Matt Ryan had 46 attempts. Falcons didn't even try to run the ball. <laughs> now, the Rams are a little bit better, I think, at rushing the ball than both of those teams. But the fact of the matter is the Bucs have the best run defense they have since last year. And you teams just don't run on them, right? You just can't run on them. They're too good. So if, Matt, if you're telling me Matt Ryan signed me up for over 40 pass attempts in that offense, potential shoe out in a game that has 55 and a half implied total points, the Tampa Bay side is 28 and a half. The Rams are 27 implied points. In 27 points with over 40-something attempts, sign me up. I'll take it. I'll take Stafford's talent and be able to do that. I don't mind that. I don't mind that one single bit. So I think that's where I'll go. And that's it. probably as low as I'm going to go. I don't know if I want to go all the way down to like a Derek Carr at 5,900. He does make a, for a pretty interesting stack if you go him and Waller and Renfro. I would stay away from Ruggs and Byron Edwards because they'll get matched up with Xavier Howard and Byron Jones, who are very good on the outside, but I do think they can be had in the interior. So that's a little bit interesting right there. I don't know if you'd want to do any sort of bring back or anything like that, but, you know, obviously Carter has kind of, his numbers have kind of talked for themselves. Threw the ball 56 times in the first week for over 430 yards. And then against Pittsburgh last week, who we saw Josh Allen struggle with in the first week, he completed 28 of 37 for 382 and two touchdowns. So 
he's an interesting thought at 5,900. I don't think I'm going to get there. Like I said, I think the lowest time I'm going to go is Stafford. I mean, you also got guys like Cousins and, and, and Brady who are in good situations and high total games. And then, you know, Justin Herbert with, with facing off against Kansas City and their defense has not been able to stop anybody. So um, I do think there is some really interesting games that you're going to have to work through. But I think my favorites, if I had to rank them, I'm going to go Lamar Jackson for if I'm paying, you know, 7,000 or more than Kyler Murray in that range. And then in the, the next range would be Matt Stafford would be my three favorite guys. Let's move to running back. So running back, you got three guys above 8,000, Kamara 82, Cook at 84, and Derrick Henry at 86. Derrick Henry, it's going to be what do you do with him, you know, especially if the Colts end up playing somebody like Jacob Eason. Is this game just going to turn into a route? You know, are they just going to turn around and hand him the ball 30 times and just say, all right, this game's going to get over quick? <laughs> And uh, if they do that, that's, you know, going to make for interesting. Obviously, everybody's making a big deal of all the targets that he's seen. So definitely something to keep an eye on. Um, I don't know if I'm going to honestly pay up for, for any of these guys at this point. I think that, you know, the Kamara against the Patriots defense is, is a tough, tougher matchup. Cook against Seattle, you know, that game, again, that game is one of the high total games that we already talked about. So that's an interesting look right there, but I don't think I'm going to go there. I'm, uh, I'm actually going to, I think I'm going to look to save a little bit at running back this week, and I'm going to pay up at wide receiver, I think, quite a bit. So um, I'm looking to start a little bit further down the list. I don't mind guys like, you know, Saquon Barkley, who is probably could end up being one of the most popular guys on the entire slate. He's going against the Falcons team, who's just not good, okay? He's going to get all the workload. He's getting one of the highest percentage of snap counts, like in the top five highest percentage of snap counts of any running back in the NFL right now. He's only at $6,500 going against this Falcons team, who's just not a good team. So, you know, they're actually um, one of the worst defensive teams as far as defense is concerned with 29th overall. So, you know, that's, that's a matchup you definitely want to try to exploit, I would say. Joe Mixon, 6,100, 31 opportunities in the first game, 22 opportunities in the second game. They've really been leaning on him. I think when they're waiting for Joe Burrow's knee to get complete healthy, and excuse me, he's 6,300. I think I said 61, he's 6,300. So, you know, he's somebody I definitely like at his price tag for the amount of opportunities that they're going to get. Okay, now they have the Steelers. Um, defense who obviously looked really good against the Bills and then did not look so good against the Raiders like we just talked about, but they have a good pass rush and I think that they're going to definitely want to try to lean on that run game so they don't just start passing every play and let guys like T.J. Watt and all the Melvin Ingram, Cam Hayward and those guys tee off on Joe Burrow when they're not sure how healthy his knee completely is at this time. Tyson Williams at 5,800 makes an interesting little pairing with Lamar Jackson. I don't think I'm going to be able to get there with him just because of the way that they're rotating through their backs. You know, they're using all those guys. They're using Latavius Murray. They're losing Deontay Freeman or Devontae Freeman, excuse me. And I, I just, I don't like, I don't like the running back by committee. It doesn't make 
for a very uh, clean situation. Uh, James Robinson is an interesting one. He, he's going against the, the Cardinals, and that game's um, pretty high total. I think it's the fourth highest. He is getting a ton of the snap counts in relative in comparison to, excuse me, to the other running backs in Jags, but just doesn't really lead to any points. He hasn't really done anything with it. Um, I'm probably going to go all the way down to Mike Davis at $5,100 in that matchup against the Giants. The Giants are 30th in DVOA in rush defense, so they don't have a very good rush defense. He's gotten seven and six targets in the first two games. And at $5,100, you know, all he's got to do is get in the end zone and maybe catch six passes again. And he's going to pay off his price tag. And he's got the ceiling that if he gets more touches, um, you're going to be in good shape. And the other thing with that is, is everybody going to see how Cordero Patterson is getting all these touches. They're going to want to go ahead. They're going to want to probably go end up going there. And uh, you might create a little bit of leverage for yourself. So I like Mike Davis at $5,100. And then the other thing, we just talked about is Clyde Edwards-Alaire when we opened the show, $4,800 for, for Clyde Edwards-Alaire. It's just, it's, it's so crazy to see with him being the number one back in Kansas City. You know, he's averaging less than three and a half yards a carry, but he's gotten 14, 13 carries the first two games, but he's only had three targets in the first two games at $4,800 in this high total game. The Chargers rush defense, they've given up the third most rush yards in the entire NFL. Um, tough to get away. They're 28th in DVOA and rush defense. So it's really, really tough to get away from um, with at that price tag. So, you know, these are guys that are getting snap counts and David or the huge snap shares in, in Davis, CH and Mixon. CH 65% of the snap shares at running back for Kansas City. Uh, Joe Mixon getting 81% of the snap share. So volume, volume, volume. If they're going to be on the field, maybe they can fall into the end zone. Like I said, I like, I like being able to pay down because I like all the pay up options at quarterback this week. And honestly at tight end this week as well. So um, why don't we jump right over there and take a look at these wide receivers. So your two most expensive guys, Tyree Kill, 8,400, DeAndre Hopkins, 82. I'm going to try to find a way to get to both of them, to be honest. Whether I stack Mahomes with Hill, I'm definitely, I think I'm going to play the Kyler and Hopkins stack, but I'm going to have them in lineups. I, they're just too good. Jacksonville is terrible against number one um, receivers. They've, they've given up Brandon Cooks a ton of yards. They've given up a ton of yards to Cortland Sutton. So I'm going to go back to that number one wide receiver for these guys. So DeAndre Hopkins is that guy for Arizona. Um, Fast-paced offense, throw it early and often. Give me, give me Kyler, give me Nuke, and we're going to start a lot of lineups, I think. Actually, I think it's going to be a skinny stack. I don't think I'm going to try to jam in Rondell, Mer Rondell Moore and chase that, chase that big game or Christian Kirk. Who, who had a big game first uh, the first week of the year. So I'll probably do a skinny stack. I don't know if, what, who I'll bring it back with. I would like to bring it back with LaVisca Chenault because everybody seems to have given up on him. Um, and they're all on Marvin Jones. LaVisca Chenault, only $4,400. And he's gotten 17 targets in the first two weeks. Now, he's only got nine catches on that, but he still has 17 targets. Now, he practiced fully uh, on Wednesday. We'll have to keep, I'm recording this Wednesday night. He practiced fully on Wednesday. We'll have to keep track and make sure that he's doing this. But 
I think everybody seems to start is starting to jump off Chanel, and I think it might be a pretty good time to maybe jump back on and uh, and go there when the price is low at forty four hundred dollars, and, and see what she can get there. If you keep going down, you know a lot of these games that we talked about already: the Rams, the Bucks, the Chiefs, the Chargers, Seattle, Minnesota. These games have. You know, Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson for the Vikings at 67 and 7,200. KJ Osborne for the Vikings, 3,516 targets in two games. Just unbelievable price saving if you want to get to those guys. I, I mean, you could even stack the, the, you know, with one or two of those guys, I think, with Kirk Cousins and be okay if you wanted to. Or if you stack the Seattle side and bring back with one of those guys, I think that's okay. I'm definitely going to be playing Matt Stafford. I told you he's one of my favorite plays all week. So I'm going to be stacking him up with Cooper Cup at 6,800. And I'm going to double stack him with Robert Woods at 5,700. So we, everybody kind of knows what Cooper Cup's been up to, right? He's got like some absurd, like over 35% of the target share for his team so far this year. Probably not going to um, keep that up, but... Still, he's still going to get a ton of targets. And I already talked about how the Bucks run defense is so good, so they're going to be throwing it a ton. Well, Robert Woods is coming off of a really quiet nine-target, five-catch, 64-yard game, and he's also had two carries. So they love to run those little jet sweeps with him, um, getting a couple carries a game. And if he's going to get another nine-plus targets, again, at $5,700, all he's got to do is find the end zone a couple times, and he could end up being a huge payoff at his price tag. When you look at Seattle, Seattle's obviously got Lockett and DK now. They're expensive. They're $7,400 and $7,300, so you're going to have to pay for it. DK really hasn't had that game, and I think everybody's kind of like waiting for it. They're kind of expecting it, right? He had 11 targets last game, but only six catches and, and 53 yards. So everybody's like, all right, the big game's coming, the big game's coming. It makes me wonder, I'm going to have to check it, and you're going to have to keep an eye on what ownership is going to be because if if Lockett end up being the underpriced guy, it might be something you just go right back to him and say, hey, you know what, he's been the guy all year. We'll let everybody else chase Metcalf, and, and we'll see how it goes from there. So I, I don't think, you know, it's tough to say. I'm not, I don't think I'm going to have a Seattle stack. Um might try to get to DK in some places, but I don't I don't think I'm gonna have a Seattle stack. Hopkins and, and Hill are, are my priorities and at their price tag, you know, they're only a thousand dollars they're a thousand dollars cheaper, which is you know obviously quite a bit, but I think that with with that it's gonna to be tough to jam, you know, two of those guys in there. Sorry my nose is so itchy right now. I don't know what's going on. Um next is Hollywood Brown. So I tweeted out today that Hollywood Brown has some of the quietest 16 target and two touchdowns for the first two weeks that everybody's kind of not talking about. We're going to talk about how much I love Lamar, and I'm going to stack him up with, with, uh, with Hollywood. The Detroit secondary is a disaster. Um, they just had their other rookie quarterback. You know, Jeffrey Okuda has already hurt, been hurt now, and then their other rookie that they just drafted this year uh, from Syracuse, and I'm going to mess his name up. It's Efetu Malafono or something like that. He got hurt, so he's out, and their corners just look terrible. Sign me up for a couple bombs to Hollywood, uh, $5,600. Love the Lamar skinny stack with Hollywood this week. 
going to be one of my priorities, probably be my main lineup um, for sure. So we'll see what we do there. You know, I don't like a ton of the, the pay down options. I told, I talked about LaVisca at 44. I don't hate that with the amount of targets that he's gotten. Uh, so you'll have to keep an eye on that, but um, not huge on really anything else. Maybe a Darnell Mooney going against Cleveland. So Mooney's had seven and eight, seven and eight targets the first two weeks of so 15 targets at $4,300. I think that's pretty interesting going against uh, a Cleveland team who is favored in the game. So you're probably going to have to be throwing. So that could be super interesting. But other than that, I, I'm not going to really go down too much. I talked about Hunter Renfro. If you want to get crazy with the Derek Carr stack, you know, Renfro's only 4,000. So I'm personally not going to get this lower. If I had to go to anything, it's probably going to be Mooney or, or, or Visca in the 4,000s there. But that's probably as low as I'm going to go for that. If you go to tight ends, tight ends, just here we go again at tight end, you know, it's just every week, <laughs> Travis Kelsey, 8,200, Darren Waller, 7,400. What can, what can you say about Kelsey? He's just so good. If you can fit him in your lineup, you know, make it work. It's seven targets, six catches, 76 yards, two touchdowns first week, eight targets, seven catches, 109 yards and a touchdown versus the Ravens this past week. He's just, he's just so good. Um, I think he's going to be high owned and there's a reason for it. People see the production, see people see the consistency and there's just no reason really not to love him. Now, Derwin James, if he's healthy, he'll, he's probably one of the better safeties that with the ability to cover tight ends. And I personally like Tyreek Hill a little bit more in this game than Kelsey, just with um, on the outside, getting over the top, maybe some big plays, getting them out in space. The, the Chargers had a little problem with like Tony Pollard out in space, having those good athletes, having to tackle those, tackle those kind of guys out in space. So I do like Kelsey. I would never argue against him, basically. But uh, I think I do like Hill a little bit more if we're talking um, Chiefs targets for Patrick Mahomes. Darren Waller at 7,400. Went from a 19-target game in Baltimore to a 7-target game, you know, Still just ridiculous 26 targets in two games. I, I, again, just to keep harping on it, the Dolphins have great corners. They're going to get beat on inside, though, with Waller and Renfro. So give me Darren Waller at 74. I definitely like his price. And then TJ Hawkinson at 52. So I think my bring back, if I stack up that, that Ravens stack with Lamar and with Hollywood, is going to be TJ Hawkinson. So TJ Hawkinson has quietly had a really, really nice season so far at tight end. He's got eight receptions in the, both of the first two games, um, almost had 100 yards in the first week against San Francisco. He had 66 just the other night against Green Bay. He's had a touchdown in each game. So uh, you see, if you watch the Green Bay, Green Bay game, they ran an awesome little uh, pick play to him through a, a great pass. Goff actually had a great pass to him in the back of the end zone, so off the pick. So they're obviously targeting him in the red zone. They're making him a priority, which is awesome. So I, I like Hawkinson with the bring back there at 5,200 um, if I'm going to do some of those Raven stacks potentially. And then the last thing and last guy I'll tell you for tight end in a uh, pretty interesting one is James O'Shaughnessy is out for the Jacksonville Jaguars. So uh, Chris Manhurts, let me just make sure that's his first name. I only put Manhurts in my notes. Yeah, Chris is his name. So Chris Manhurts is their backup. 
he's probably going to be the guy that comes in for him. He's $2,700 against the Cardinals defense in a game that could be a shootout or at least could be high scoring um, with the, with the Jacksonville trying to come back. So if you want to punt at tight end, that'd probably be my punt for the week at tight end. If you go defenses, lastly, defenses. Defenses are the worst. Um, I say this every week. I just hate having to figure it out and do it. The, the Vikings defense makes an interesting option because I think that that Seattle-Minnesota game is going to be one that people attack through their, through their skill players. So if you want to get a little bit different and maybe create a little bit leverage, the Vikings defense at 2,900 provides some saving for you. Um, but they also, Seattle has given up the fifth highest sack rate and Minnesota is amongst the best in sack percentage a game. So it's a game where it does seem that the D line is going to be favored quite a bit in a high total game, the highest, you know, with the Chiefs Chargers, with the, the Rams Bucks, all at 55 and a half. So in a game that's supposed to have a lot of points, potentially a lot of passing, sacks, turnovers, that's the that's what we're looking for defenses. So Minnesota at 2,900 makes for a pretty interesting one. And then the other one, if Jacob Eason is playing the Titans, so the Titans don't have a very good defense. They have five sacks in two games. They got three last week against Seattle, two the first week against Arizona. But if they're playing Jacob Eason, $2,400, I would take a shot on that. See if he can give you some free turnovers, maybe two, three, maybe a pick six or something like that. I don't mind that one one bit um, if you're looking at a, a low price defense. So I'll take that. And then I don't know. The question is, is I guess, do you pay up for the Broncos defense, who's a very good defense, and they get Zach Wilson? Is Zach Wilson going to throw another four picks? I doubt it. But <laughs> I'm not going to pay $4,300 for defense to find out. So give me the pump plays. Titans, give me the Vikings. We'll see what happens. So the first week, the guy that won the Millie Maker won it with, uh, I think it was the Falcons defense getting either one point or no points. So if you have the rest of the right pieces, it doesn't really matter if you can make everything else fit. So just to kind of recap here, uh, the Chiefs, the Chiefs Chargers, the Rams, Bucks, the Seattle, Minnesota game, all 55 and a half point totals. They're going to be very popular. The next highest total is the Arizona Jacksonville game. And my, my favorite stacks come right out of that, right? I said Lamar, well, that, I guess Lamar's not in there, but um, they have the highest, second highest implied team total. So Baltimore has a 29.25 implied team total on the week. So they're right behind Kansas City's 29 and a half. But that's my favorite stack of the week is, is Lamar and Hollywood, maybe a bring back with TJ Hawkinson. I do like the Lamar or Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins stack. And then I think then probably my second favorite one, even before the Murray one, is the Matt Stafford, Cooper Cup, Robert Woods double stack against this box. And you can bring it back with a Chris Godwin or a Mike Evans or a Rob Gronkowski because they have so many weapons, ton of points going to be scored in that game. And I just don't, again, I just don't think that anyone's going to be able to run on the box. And if you're going to have Matt Stafford throwing the ball over 40 times in a high point total game, sign me up. So that's where I'm going to be going with it. Let's, uh, let's uh, try to make some money this week, right? Let's get, let's bounce back from a rough one that we did last week. Well, maybe you guys didn't have for one. If you didn't have a rough week last week, tell me why. What'd you do in the comments? Huh? I want to know. Maybe you should be uh, making videos and sharing with me what you're doing, but uh, 
Now, we appreciate everybody stopping by. Make sure you check out our betting show. I will also have my uh, favorite DFS Plays article out on Friday, so make sure you're checking that out. But appreciate everybody stopping by. I'll talk to you next time.